Thank you so special and uh, good evening. Mengabi sa tanan. Are we happy in the Lord? Peace say good hearty. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Your Bible, please. In the book of Romans, chapter 6. We're going to read verse number 26 and uh, 27. Romans, chapter 8, verses 26 and <clears throat> 27. Kindly rise as we give reverence to the reading of the Word of God. Romans chapter 8, verses 26 and uh, <clears throat> 27. Let us read this all together. Two verses tonight, verses 26 and 27. Go. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. We know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the Word of God tonight. We never cease to give the thanks for giving us the Bible. The Bible is the written word of God. And because this is the word of God, we believe it contains the power of God. And whenever, Lord, we believe we take the word of God into our lives, the word of God will work and accomplish that which you purpose to do in our lives. Bless tonight, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. <clears throat> and amen. Kindly be, be seated tonight. I have entitled the message this evening, Our Best Prayer Partner, the Holy Spirit of God. We love to find some believers and consider them as our uh, prayer partners. And it's really a blessing. But the best of Or prayer partner. I want us to immediately uh, point some great truths here. First of all, the Holy Spirit is a is living in the believer. If you are saved, you have the Holy Spirit of God living inside of you, and um, uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, who is God, lives within our hearts. Second Corinthians. <clears throat> Or 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, to begin with. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6 and the verse number 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. John 14, verse number 16 and 17. John chapter 14, verses number 16 and 17. Open your Bible, please, there. Verses 16 and 17. And I will pray the Father, 
and he will give you another comforter and he shall said comforter that he may abide with you how long forever even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seem him not neither knoweth him but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you so you have the holy spirit of god and uh, the promise is he will dwell in you or with you um, forever so once you get so once you receive the holy spirit the holy spirit will be in you you never lose the holy spirit of god so the holy spirit uh, who is god lives in our hearts which was made possible by what jesus did at calvary and the resurrection and the exaltation and our acceptance of this great work so this is at least one of the things that makes the new covenant we are under the new covenant of such greater magnitude than the old covenant and in the old testament the holy spirit was overshadowing god's people but in the new testament he dwells inside of us he's inside of us and uh, that's that's the difference um, between the old and the new covenant for one to realize that god is with him and actually in him not only with him but in him in a sense beyond is uh, in a sense beyond comprehension and uh, so the lord lives inside of us through his holy spirit the idea is that as far as the person is concerned god is directing all his attention and all his help to that one person so wherever we go we are led by the holy spirit of god we are sustained by the spirit of god likewise going back to our text the spirit also help it i like that in romans chapter 6 uh, chapter 8 i mean uh, verse number 26 likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmities the word help it means the action of a person coming to another's aid by taking hold over against that person of the load he's carrying and so he's helping us when it comes to our burden when it comes to our need the holy spirit will come and aid us to comfort us is a help called alongside to help the one coming to help does not take the entire load remember this but help the other person in his endeavor <clears throat> so <clears throat> he does not come and take every load you have no he comes to guide us he comes to help us wherever we need him he speaks of the holy spirit indwelling the saints coming to the aid of the believer in the believer's spiritual problems and difficulties not by taking over the responsibility for him and giving him an automatic deliverance without any effort on his part but by lending a helping hand so he comes to extend his helping hand allowing him to work out his own problems and uh, overcome his difficulties with the help of the spirit is that clear tonight you don't say well lord do everything and uh, i don't have to do anything 
Just do everything for me. No, He comes to help us, to aid us. And uh, so, now, it is done with this manner to teach the believer's responsibility, trust, and dependence on the Lord to bring us to a state of maturity. Kung maabot ang Holy Spirit, then nothing would happen to us. So He's coming to help us. Like, like teaching our small children to take responsibility. And we aid them. Whenever they, they would fall, we, we pick them up, we help them, we aid them. And so, to bring us to the state of maturity. If the Holy Spirit did everything for us without us sharing to do anything of ourselves, it would not be good for the believer. And so that's the purpose of having the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit will not promote laziness of the believer by having food brought to him. And so, but he will help him go out and find a job. Now, even in that, he will seldom bring the job to the person, but he will take the person to the job. At least if they get out and try. So remember that. Of this in the Bible. A perfect example is that of Ruth. Remember Ruth, Moabite. Um, she had accepted God of Israel, the God of Israel, and had come into his covenant. And so she accepted and she was she was uh, took they, they took they took her in and uh, so uh, however, needing food, remember, when they arrived with, with the mother-in-law, Naomi, um, when they, when they uh, needed food for her and for her mother-in-law, Naomi, she went out to glean in the fields. She just did not wait and, you know, Ruth immediately went into the field to glean. Kumbaga, nang hagdaw siya, which was the custom in Israel at that day concerning people who had fallen for whatever reason on hard times. And so you go out. In fact, when you harvest your greens before, dili pwedeng harbiso ni mutanan, bilinan ni mutong mga kubre. Okay, musunod to sila panghagdaw. Sabot mo panghagdaw? Kana ba na yung mga bilin, ni mutong hagdaw? Lahi ang maghagdaw karon kay magunas tagiya. Unag harvest. And bilina na lang tagiya. So, uh, the Bible says, Ruth, look at chapter 2, verse number 3, uh, in, in the book of Ruth. <clears throat> it says, And her hap, H-A-P, was to light on a part of the field belonging unto Boaz. By the way, the word hap shows the providence of God, so ordering and directing it for though it was half, and uh, they call it a chance to her, and uh, what some people call it a luck, swerte. Giswerte si nakaswerte si Ruth. That is what they call. It was according actually to the purpose of God. God's hand was leading her. And by, by the providence and direction of God, that she came to the uh, reapers, in the field of a man by the name of Boaz, who happened to be a near kinsman of her father-in-law. Now, the way they interpret it is swerty. 
But God was behind it all, leading her to find that place. In other words, she went out looking for a place to glean, not, not really knowing where, where to go, but the Holy Spirit drew her to a certain place, even though she thought it just happened by chance. However, nothing is by chance concerning the child of God. Remember that. Likewise, the Spirit, going back to our text, likewise, verse number 26, Romans 6.26, Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. By the way, underline the word infirmities. In the Greek, it is astuneia, and it means want of strength. It means weakness. Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our weaknesses. Our weakness. Now, the word, the, the weakness spoken of here is defined by the context which speaks of prayer. And we're talking about prayer here. And one of the things in the spiritual realm in which our weakness needs His power is in prayer. We need the help of God in, in prayer. We are weak also in prayer, so we need His help. The word infirmities could speak of physical needs. It is basically, uh, could, could um, uh, basically at least here, speaking of what is uh, spiritual. And uh, so the Holy Spirit here taught the Apostle Paul, uh, is telling us how we, he, he wants to help us and how it is done. So when it comes to prayer, we have the Holy Spirit wanting to help us. And uh, tonight we can yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit. We know He's working in our prayer and not only uh, wanting us to, wanting to help us, but uh, He also wants to uh, tell us how it is done. And so we find it in the next phrase, in verse 26. First of all, likewise the Spirit also helpeth in our infirmities, for we know not. For we know not what you should pray for as we ought. Can you imagine? And uh, for we know not uh, what you sh we should pray for as we ought. It proclaims prayer as the vehicle through which things are carried out. See, the weakness addressed here concerns the inability of the believer to know uh, what to pray our inability to know what to pray for. We do know um, what the general objects of prayer are, but we do not know what the specific detailed objects of prayer in any given emergency or situation are. For example, you are praying for a career. A student is praying for what course to take in college said, I want to be an engineer. Do you really know that you ought to take engineering? But see, after, after 10 years, you will regret. Do you really know? I want to be a doctor. Uh, do you really fit into that particular job? Do you know the sacrifices that will, it will take, especially during this pandemic time? Will you not regret? And so, only the Lord knows the future. And so it is the Holy Spirit who will fit us in. Or you're looking for a, a, a partner in life. 
you're going to start a business. Basi diha pa ka mamatayan ang business ni mo. Basi diha ka pa maguba si mo business. That is why we need to exactly pray to God that the God we serve through the Holy Spirit will put us exactly where we should go. And so we make plans. And, and the Holy Spirit is telling us the, the Bible, likewise the Spirit also helpeth our weaknesses, our infirmities. Why? For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. And uh, you know, so many times our wants, our wills would prevail against the will of God. Because this is what I want. This is what I want. And so, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us. In fact, it should have been translated, the Spirit Himself. Paul here wants us to feel encouraged by the fact that the Spirit is praying for us. He's praying for us. The Lord Jesus Christ is praying for us. The Holy Spirit too is praying for us. So that we will be encouraged to keep on praying. Pray without ceasing. Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians 5, or 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. Luke 18, verse number 1. First of all, first of all, um, all of us are weak. All of us are weak. That is why we need to pray. Why do we need to pray? Because of our infirmities. Because of our weaknesses. A sense of our weakness will drive us to pray. Remember that. If you honestly look at yourself, if you honestly accept the fact that we are weak, our sense of that weakness will drive us to pray always. In Psalm 119 verse 28, Psalm 119 verse 28, My soul melted for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according to thy word. I need you, Lord. And uh, sometimes a small pronoun in the Bible can make a lot of difference. Paul did not write, Likewise the Spirit also helpeth your infirmities or your weakness, but rather the Spirit What's the next word? Our <coughs> infirmities. Amen. Every one of us. Our infirmities. And... Uh, uh, Paul did not set himself on a pedestal as an example of spiritual strength. Rather, he included himself with us. All of us, as one who was weak, one of the main reasons that we do not pray as frequently, as fervently as we should, is that we do not recognize how weak we really are. And look at Paul uh, saying here in verse 26, Likewise, the Spirit also help it our infirmities none of us exempt, exempted here and uh, if we knew ourselves to be weak we would constantly uh, be coming to the lord and crying out for his strength in mark 9:24 lord the father said of a demon possessed boy lord i believe i believe but help thou mine unbelief to a certain point, I have that faith. But Lord, I recognize this is, this is, it, this is bigger than what I can take. So Lord, <clears throat> I, I want you to help me. 
we tend to look at the spiritual giants in the Bible and think, and we, we conclude, we say, wow. So they are strong. Look at Elijah. What a man. He called down fire on his sacrifice and then killed 850 uh, false prophets. And yet James, you know what James says? James 5 verse 17 tells us Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are. He was a man with a nature like ours. He, was, he, he, he prayed earnestly. What does it mean? Elijah was weak just like we are. But he prayed to God who is strong. Oh, what a great, what a great reminder to us. Hudson Taylor said, All God's giants have been weak men who did great things for God because they reckon on God's being with them. They considered God being with them. My strength is made perfect, God said to Paul, in your weakness. And here in our lesson tonight, God would come in to help us. Our prayer partner who supplies us with strength with wisdom and with guidance. So we fail to pray because we think that we're strong enough to handle life without God. And it is encouraging in Romans chapter 8 verse 26 that God doesn't um, <clears throat> confront us or condemn us for being weak. Rather, He sends His Spirit to help us in our weakness. Our infirmities, number two already, affects our prayer lives. It would greatly affect our prayer life. And so uh, the word infirmity means weaknesses. Part of the infirmity, a weakness that Paul refers to is infirmity or weakness in prayer. Look at Galatians chapter 4. How weak was Paul? Galatians 4.13 <clears throat> chapter 4 verse 13 and 15. He was weak physically. You know, through infirmity of the flesh. I preach the gospel <clears throat> unto you at first. Verse 15. Where is then the blessedness you speak of? For I bear you record that if it had been possible, you would pluck out your eyes and, be, and have been given to me. You know, Paul has an eye sickness that troubles him. It keeps him from praying. And uh, constantly praying because of the pain, I believe. They had no eye specialist during that time. They had no uh, eye drops, special eye drops that would come from specialist doctors to help Paul. So he had to endure the pain all the time. And that very sickness of Paul have hindered him. We're hindered because we are weak. We're hindered to pray. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So many times we want to pray, pero uh, why? Because we are, we, we are overcome by our, uh, the weaknesses of our flesh. We tend to look at the spiritual giants in the Bible and say, well, they're, they're great people. And so uh, physical sickness can cause us to not pray as we should. Emotional stress can cause us not to pray as we should. When we are emotionally down, Elijah was hiding under the cave and they stopped praying. Thank the Lord God graciously gives us the whole Spirit of God 
to help us by interceding in our <clears throat> infirmities, in our weaknesses. Let me repeat that carefully. God graciously gives the Holy Spirit to help us by interceding for us in our infirmities or weaknesses. So we are weak. We are hindered so much because of so many reasons. But thank God we have the Holy Spirit of God. He's living in us and He's to aid us. He's there to help us. In what area? Number one, He helps us in our infirmities, in our weaknesses. Notice five things about the Holy Spirit here. Number one, the Holy Spirit is a person, the third member of the Godhead. <clears throat> the Holy Spirit is a person, not an impersonal force. He is, the Holy Spirit is a, uh, he would be able to help us. He helps us in our weakness, in our, in our infirmities, by praying for us, which an impersonal force cannot do. God, God is one God, yes, who exists uh, eternally as three distinct persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit. The fact that the Holy Spirit prays for us shows that He is a distinct uh, person from the Father and from, from the Son. So He is praying for us. Also, the Father knows perfectly the mind of the Spirit, and the Spirit prays perfectly uh, in accordance with the will of, of the Father. So the Holy Spirit indwells everyone who belongs to Jesus Christ. Romans 8, verse number 9. So His ministry of prayer, remember this, the ministry of the Holy Spirit when it comes to prayer is from within us. While Jesus' ministry of intercession in Romans 8, 34 takes place at the right hand of the Father. His intercession is done in the right hand of the Father, Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, His intercession, His ministry of intercession now takes place deep within us. Grabe. We have somebody, a divine person, our friend, living inside of us who is praying for us. He is living inside of us. We also have a powerful friend right at the at the right hand of God praying for us praying for us and so the Holy Spirit brings our petitions to God and he makes it siya ang naga uh, putting the right words siyang interpreter he corrects our prayer so that when it reaches God it will be something that God because we do we pray for selfish motive and uh, the Holy Spirit understands us, so He brings our prayer to God. Jesus Christ brings our prayer to God, the Father. They are intercessors, both <clears throat> in the behalf of the believer. The Holy Spirit helps us, number two. Number three, the Holy Spirit helps us by interceding for us uh, on an emotional level. Can you imagine? If somebody begs in your behalf, and just beg something that would involve emotional, emotionally, the Spirit itself make it, or Himself, make it intercession um, for us 
with groanings which cannot be uttered. So, oh, God, help! Father, please help him! Go back again to our text tonight in Romans chapter 6 and uh, verse number 26. But groanings which cannot be uttered. There are divine language that only God can understand. God is like a mother, nursing mother, ang in the middle of the night, pagmutiabo yung baby, kebalo na ang mother kung nabasa lang, kebalo na ang mother kung gigutom, and kebalo na ang mother kung nasamad ba yung anak. By the mere expression of the cry, no words would would come from the baby's mouth, but the mother can understand. God can understand. Our words are so selfish. Our motives are selfish. But God understands what we really need to have. The Holy Spirit of God understands it. He's God. He can understand the longing of your deeper longer of your soul. Paul pictures the Holy Spirit groaning on our behalf to convey that He takes us, He takes up our needs at the deepest emotional level and conveys our hurts, conveys our cares to the Father's throne. There are times that we just do not know how to pray, what to pray exactly. But the Holy Spirit knows exactly. The Holy Spirit can understand it's hurting inside. He knows that when God answers that prayer, there will be rejoicing. Tama. Mogi dapat niya kung pray. Ah, I've been praying, but it was a wrong thing. But thank God, God has given me the right wisdom on how to pray. That is why we need the Holy Spirit of God. We have to take our hands off and say, Holy Spirit, help me. Because He's there to help us. He's there to help us. All in line with the will of God. This should encourage us to pour, our, pour out our hearts before Him. In Psalm 62 verse 8, Trust in Him at all times. Ye people, pour out your heart before Him, and, and God is a refuge for us. There are times that we are overwhelmed with, so overwhelmed with the events of life. Just do not know. Just cry to God. Just cry to God. Say, God, I don't know what to pray, how to pray, but you know what you know what I need. You know what I need. And number four, the Holy Spirit helps us by interceding for us according to the will of God. According to the will of God. Verse 27. He that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 
So, you know, you start your prayer, it's confused prayer. But because of the aid of the Holy Spirit, it will arrive into the throne of God exactly what we should pray for. And so, uh, God, the, the, it refers to God the Father. Paul's point is, if the Father understands all human heart, then he must know the unspoken groans of the Holy Spirit on our behalf. In other words, the Spirit takes our deepest feelings to the Father who understands everything perfectly. Number five, the Holy Spirit's prayer is for, uh, for us. For us are always according to God's will and thus always, you know, receive answer. The last phrase of verse 27 says, it seems to say that the Holy Spirit makes correction for any misdirected prayers. And uh, um, when you write a book, and uh, medyo, this actually what happens when you write a book, uh, you submit to an editor actually. Several companies would take the book and they would do correction on your grammar, on your thoughts, until mulabas ang libro have been corrected. And so, you know, we form our prayer and then again, check na sa Holy Spirit. Siya medyo mali niya. Crushed out ko ni. Dapat ingani ang prayer ani. And then he will take the Holy Spirit, will take the prayer of the believer into the heart of God. And so remember this, he's trying to correct any, it seems, is trying to make correction for any misdirected prayers that we may that we make by praying for for us according to the will of God. And so we we pray and the Holy Spirit would say, Lord, ang kinahangla na ingani gino. And mo may ipangayo niya sa dili gino. Actually ang kinahangla ingani gino. Mo ni kinahangla niya. And uh, so, nangayon na siya, tall, dark, and handsome. Sige, hatag na ko. Dili, ginoo. Kabalukan naman, tall, dark, and handsome. Sugarol na kayo. Palahubog na kayo. Ala, ihagbong na sa kanal, ginoo, para mangita sa itong sakto. Exactly, God will answer our prayers that someday we will not regret. Someday we will not regret. We should never Pray contrary to the revealed will of God in Scripture. Our wants, our will should never go beyond the will of God. prayer. We have the Holy Spirit of God. In my conclusion tonight, the greatest lesson we should learn from the message tonight is we should be encouraged to pray. Amen? We should be encouraged to pray. There are so many things that seem impossible to happen, but we know that the Lord commands us to pray. He has ordained prayer as the means through which we cooperate with Him in bringing about His sovereign will. He encourages us with the truth that 
the Holy Spirit who dwells in us tenderly our prayer and directs them according to God's will before his throne and there are three final applications that we need to learn tonight as I close number one don't let the fact that you don't know how to pray as you should discourage you from praying just go ahead and tell God keep praying pray without ceasing number two don't let the fact that that, that prayer uh, is, is an easy thing for us to do. Prayer is actually a great labor. Prayer is a work. The reason why we take prayer easily because we don't, we don't really mind. But when you, when you consider prayer as part of your battle, you have to wake up in the middle of the night. You have to wake up early. You have to remind yourself. And uh, don't let it discourage you from praying. Paul told the Colossians in chapter 4 verse 12. Epapras, who is the pastor of the church. Who is one of you. A servant of Christ saluted you. Always. What's the next word? Always laboring fervently. in prayer. Lord. Uh, Lord, I prayed last night the same as usual. Tulog. And uh, pagkaunin mo, Lord, as usual, Lord, kaon. No? Pastor, like Epapras, you have to mention the names of the people, their circumstances. You have to mention about their attitude. You have to mention about their spiritual condition. Their struggle in life, one by one. Always laboring fervently for you in prayers. That you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. You see... Prayer is a hard work. Number three, don't let the fact that your prayers don't seem to be answered keep you from praying. God will always hear. God will always answer prayers. Thank God we have somebody, a divine person tonight who will aid us, who will help us, who will put our prayers into proper and fit us into that prayer. Exactly. We have the Holy Spirit of God. Have you ever thought of that? You need Him to help you. You need Him to correct your prayer. You need Him to put that prayer in a way that it will reach the heart of God. And when it reaches the heart of God, God will grant the petition that you have made. Thank God we have the Bible. Thank God we have the Lord Jesus Christ. And tonight we thank God we have the Holy Spirit of God. A divine person who aids us, who guides us, who comforts us. And strengthens us in our endeavors in life. Let us all stand please in prayer. If you had never been saved, remember this. The Lord God loves you so much. 
He sent His Son down here on earth to die for your sins. Holy Spirit is working right now. He brings the truth about Christ into your heart. He's convicting you right now. He's guiding you. He's comforting you right now. He's enlightening you right now to the Word of God and bringing that conviction that, uh, that uh, would allow you to be saved. Christian friend, how is your prayer life? How is your prayer life during the invitation? You don't have to come forward for the sake of social distancing. But you have, you see, uh, right where you are standing right now, we have decision cards. If you, if you decide, <clears throat> we count the decisions, either in, in uh, live stream or here. We still count the decisions. How many people make right things with God? How many people get saved? We count your attendance. <clears throat> Those who are watching us, it is... We encourage you, please reply or please make a note that you're watching because we count you into our attendance. And uh, so try to communicate with us para ma-count mo attendance. So we count the attendance actual here. We also count those who watch us in our live stream. So maybe nagasimba mo, puruha mo attendance. And so please let us know you're watching our services. If you need prayer tonight, something you need to bring to the, to the very throne of God, allow the Holy Spirit to help you to bring your petitions to the throne of God. Brother Jethro, please, this time. Thank you for the message tonight. Bless the Word of God into our hearts, into our minds. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Pastor Ian, for that message uh, tonight. No? Our best prayer partner, the Holy Spirit of God. Before we sing the first verse, I'd like to read the quote, no, quoted by Pastor Ian not too long ago. When you leave everything in God's hands, you see God's hands in everything. When you leave everything in God's hands, you see God's hands in everything. Let's sing verse first, Brother Mark. What song Let's sing, Have Thine Own Way, Lord. Let's sing, Have Thine Own Way, Lord. Let's sing the verse one all together. Sing. Have Thine Own Way. If you are not yet saved, let me invite you this afternoon to be saved. Simply trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Simply trust in the finished work of Christ. No? You don't have to trust your own self you don't have to trust your righteousness you don't have to trust your religion you don't have to trust your work because salvation is already a finished work it is a complete work done and purchased by the lord jesus christ if you are not yet saved you don't know where to go 
after you die, simply trust in the Lord and begging you, trust in the Lord Jesus Christ this time and be saved. Before we sing the next verse, Christians, let's thank the Lord. This is a wonderful time for us to thank the Lord. We have a best partner, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not just a force, a power, a feeling. He is a person that can be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. The Holy Spirit is a person with a will, with emotion. And He knows everything about you right now. And He's the one that you can talk to, express to, everything that you feel right now. And we are thankful of that. And, and this afternoon, you can thank this person. Dili na siya force, dili na siya power na ma-feel mo. He is a person. He is part of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we neglect the power of the Holy Spirit. We neglect this person in our Christian life. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Can we pray? Can we surrender everything to God? And say, Lord, have thine own way. This time I am surrendering everything to you. I am committing everything to you. Have thine own way. Humbly I bow. And God's people say, Amen. Thank you very much uh, for tuning in, those who are watching our live streaming. And we are thankful for the message of God's Word tonight. Thank you very much, Pastor. At this time, we be dismissed with a word of prayer. Bow our heads and close our eyes. Let us pray. Our dearest Heavenly Father, we come to you this afternoon. Lord, we are thankful for giving us the Holy Spirit. And we, Lord, we, we know, Lord, that the Holy Spirit, as soon as we receive Jesus Christ into our hearts, the Holy Spirit indwells in our hearts. We pray, dear Father, that help us never to just neglect this person, the person of the Holy Spirit. He is, he is our partner in prayer. He is our partner in Christian life. And he is our partner and uses uh, the power of the Holy Spirit to change us, to sanctify us day after day. And this afternoon, dear Father, we continue to pray, dear Lord, for your guidance of the Holy Spirit. Continue to guide us in our Christian life. 
in our prayer life, in all our fears, our worries, our anxiety, we surrender. us nor forsake us. We trust, O Lord, that, I, that, 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 that the gates of hell shall not prevail against our church. We claim those promises, dear Father, and this afternoon as we go home, may you help us to continually be a light within this week, all throughout this week, O Lord. Help us to let our light so shine. Make us a blessing. And despite of the restrictions, we pray that you'd help us to be bold enough to share the Word of God, whether it's online or it physically. Help us to share tracts, win souls, or whatever we can do to spread the good news. And we just commit everything to your dear, dear Father. Continually guide our church, help us to grow spiritually, and help us to be faithful. This we pray, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Thank you very much and see you this coming Wednesday.